Good afternoon. We are waiting on some people to join in. Let me send out some invites. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tea and Testimony. Are we good over here? Helping y'all be good over there. We just kicked off our season on the 4th of July, which is pretty awesome. I'm over here sending out invites right now. Let's see. Let's see what we got going on here. Good afternoon. Normally, I would have my little music going in the background, but today I am sitting in my office recording. And I just don't have my music available. So, yeah, the background noise y'all gonna get today is my neighbors under the streets. But hey, it is what it is. So today we are going to be talking about bad mentalities. Um, I am still sending shit off. Excuse my language. I really need to get better with that. Like as a flaw, I really need to get better with that. Because honey... Okay, so let me come back. Today we're going to be talking about bad mentalities, things that don't serve us, mentalities that keep us uh, boxed in or held back. Um, First, starting off with what is a bad mentality. So in my opinion, I feel like a bad mentality is any way of thinking that hinders your growth, relationships, or opportunities. Um, when I did the Google search for bad mentalities, it just referenced negative thinking, which is basically the process where you um, lower your expectations by assuming the worst of, of situations. So pretty much the same type of thing. And I just want to talk about that for a minute. I want to talk about how that keeps us held back, how that holds us up from being our best selves. You know, we need to start getting us together. And then a lot of times what you'll, what you'll end up finding out is like through a lot of these conversations you'll understand some things about yourself and a lot of people we don't like to do self-work is not easy it's easier to look at other people point out their flaws say you know this that or the third about that one this one and the other one but when it comes time to really like focus on self omg 
It'd be like, mm. how how in the world? Can I do this? Okay. So boom. I think I'm done. Done, y'all. I'm done. With all my extras. Well, hold on, wait. I'm almost done. I don't know. Okay, here we go. Don't Lord have mercy. Okay. So, and this is interesting that I actually get to have this um, opportunity to have people join in on the live or on the conversations. When I first started doing a podcast, I was very kind of like, how's this going to work? You know, yeah, people, you know, they can hear what you're talking about, but I wanted interaction. Like, I wanted to have people be able to, like, interact back with me. Not, like, how people do, like, on their lives and stuff. I just wanted a more substantial sort of an interaction. And when this got introduced, I literally found out about this probably, like, a couple weeks ago. When I checked it out, and I was like, what? Yeah, this is exactly what I've been waiting for. And the fact that it's tied to um, Anchor, which is where I do the podcast from, it's just, you know, adding another level to TM testimony. So while we're waiting on some people to join in, I do want to talk about some of our local businesses, uh, turn the spotlight on to some of them for a second. Um, and any, anyone who is local in the Cincinnati, Ohio area, that is a new upcoming entrepreneur, you're looking to have more promotions. Um, I am definitely not opposed to, I do promotion videos for people. Um, you all will see one tied to, um, the updates that I actually do for this podcast and it'll be on the TN testimony YouTube page. So any promotion videos that I do will end up on TN testimonies, YouTube uh, channel. So you go check that out. And Hey, we got Ava in the room. Hey boo. We in here just waiting on people to come in. I'm talking about what I've been up to, which is not much getting ready for birthday. My birthday is in 19 days. Hey. If you are in the room, you can also, you can not only talk, but you can also have um, chat. My twin just joined in. Hey. Oh, shoot. Got my sister in the room. Got my twin in the room. I know that's real. Today we're talking about bad mentalities. What I was mentioning though before you ladies joined in, I was just saying that anybody that is an up-and-coming entrepreneur that wants me to promote their business, um, I'm going to be doing promotion videos. When I promote this podcast, I'll actually have um, a, a, a video of 
some, you know, somebody who gave me permission to promote their business. So, yeah, if y'all want me to do that for y'all, I am more than happy to. I feel like we all got to help each other out, make this money together, um, and get into it. So, now that we got a few people in here, let's go ahead and just kind of shift gears here and start talking about bad mentalities. So, like I said before, I was saying, like, what is a bad mentality? And me personally, I feel like a bad mentality, sorry, a bad mentality is um, any way of thinking that hinders your growth, relationships, or opportunities. And then um, things or negative thinking is the process where we think the worst and because of us thinking the worst of situations, our expectations get reduced. And that's deep. And so um, I actually was having a whole conversation about this before we even got to having a podcast. But the interesting part about it was how bad mentalities hold us back. Like I said, from growth, how many people do you know are grown? Like you're, you're literally on paper a grown up. But because of your mentalities, you're not an adult. You're far from being considered an adult. We all personally know somebody that fits the bill for that, you know, and then hindering you from relationships. How many times have we broken up with a person or gotten away from a person because they weren't mentality wise? They were not on the same page as us. And, and a lot, if you're a sapiosexual like myself, you know, mentality is the whole gateway to, you know, the kingdom for you. So for us, if your mentality is off, I'm not even attracted to you. It's a whole turn off at a certain point. And then opportunities. That for me is the biggest one how bad mentalities will hold you back from opportunities. Um, in particular, when I think of opportunities, I think of racism. Honestly, that's the first one that jumps out as me, at me. Uh, a lot of people don't really want to talk about racism. We have a thing in this country, in America, where we normalize sweeping shit under the rug. You know? And I don't think that that's a mentality that should continue to be coddled or normalized because it really stops people from being accountable. And it also stops people from doing what they need to do to be them best selves. Corey says, no, for real, it's all about personality and how somebody mind works. Not at all. Racism should not be normal and it's not okay at all. Exactly. Everybody has something to offer. And Corey, if you want to, um, if you want to, let me invite y'all to speak. If y'all want to speak, y'all can. You don't have to just type in the chat. But I, I just feel like a lot of people especially in this country, we normalize racism and 
or or we say, oh, I'm not racist, I'm just prejudiced. We gotta. That's all. All of that is bad mentality. Everybody, no matter what color, no matter what creed, no matter what origin, no matter where they come from, everybody has something to offer. Everybody has something to offer, and we have to stop boxing people out because we think or because we were conditioned to think. And that's another thing. Since we're talking about bad mentalities, can we talk about how the bad mentality even comes into play? First of all, a lot of people, I don't know why I said y'all can't speak. A lot of people will come in and 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 just not be on the right page. Corey says everybody definitely has something to offer to one another. Facts. Facts. We have got to stop tearing each other down or boxing each other out because I was conditioned to think. And like I was saying, people will come to the table with these mentalities not even giving credit to how they got them in the first place. And a lot of the mentalities that we have, we were taught. Take a look at children in their unadulterated habitation. If you look at children and the way they interact with one another when they haven't been taught anything, they are like the most purest. The interactions are so genuine. But as soon as you look at a set of kids who were conditioned Oh my God, the vast difference is sick. And you think about that and how that is just ingrained over time. That's year, day in, day out, year in, year out. That we're being taught what somebody else's feelings led them to teach us. And that's why as adults, I think it's important for every adult to go on a self uh a self-searching journey, a self-healing journey, you know, whatever you want to label it, every adult should go on a path to where they try to figure out who am I? What morals do I stand for? What do I feel is right and wrong? What things do I personally like and don't like? Not what I was taught to not like and like, but what was, what do I myself stand on not being afraid of others opinions you know what i'm saying because i feel like we do that as people too we hold value to what other people think and then that in turn kind of dictates what we think and how we act or you know and i don't i just be feeling like that's messed up so Corey says, for example, if you ask my children what somebody looks like, they will never describe somebody by skin color unless asked. They will describe their hair, clothes, height, shape, never skin color. Exactly. Kids off rip in their natural state of mind without thinking, do not think about the color of other people. If you talk to a child that has been conditioned or who is always around an atmosphere of people hating other people, you will definitely hear the difference off rip. It's like they can't they can't even help to tell on themselves. And I think it's it's 
a thing that we have to start talking about. We have to break down these barriers, these bad mentalities. Those type of mentalities keep us from opportunities. A lot of people would have already been rich by now. A lot of people could have already been well off by now had they not been held up by a bad mentality, by boxing somebody out, by not doing a deal with somebody because based off of the color of their skin. Like if you really start to think about how many lost opportunities there are due to you thinking the wrong way. Like for me personally, that's enough to motivate me to want to, you know, switch it up. Let me see what I can do. I don't know what this is. Lacroix said, she said no. And that's for real. I wish I would have been knew this. Right. This type of stuff, they don't talk about in school. They don't talk about this. Twin. Hey, boy. Oh, hey, there we go. Okay, now it's working. Hey. <laughs> yes. Um. No, that's for real. I wish I would have knew about bad mentalities in my early 20s. Girl, I oh my God. I was telling Bree the other day, if I had this mentality when I was 18, 19, 20, I would have already been good. Yes, that part. <laughs> like I already been good. That part. Like it, and it is crazy to me how we will really and then let's talk about the different types of bad mentalities because racism is just only one little spectrum of it. Yes, we got so many people that's judgmental. That's a bad yep. mentality. Mm -hmm. You thinking because somebody lived their life a certain way, y'all can't still do business. I'm always real big on my personal is very different from my business. That I part. don't mix the two at all. So just because you see me in my personal life living fancy, free, and footloose, don't get that misconstrued about my ability to get to business. Right. You know, yes. And a lot of people will not, oh, I'm not going to do business with you because you're gay or because you're you, like, let's talk about it. You know, people, mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to do business with you because you're a Muslim or, or a bad mentality as in somebody who is just toxic and just holds you back. Ooh, they have a bad mentality because. They don't believe in themselves, and the problem is actually within they themselves, but they hold you back from, and you don't even recognize that that's a bad mentality. You're trying to help them. You're trying to build them up, but at the same time, you're losing yourself within their bad mentality. You speaking on our narcissist community. That's right. <laughs> you speaking on the whole narcissist community. Come narcissisms, sit, sit in the front. Bree said, amen. Come, my fellow narcissists. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't yes. say I'm a narcissist, but I do have narcissistic tendencies towards narcissists. <laughs> right. Giving them a dose of their own medicine. Exactly. And that's what I be on. When and I how, pass come, one, how come narcissists cannot handle other people doing them that way? You know what? They, it's it's all, all people who are in that position. Nobody who dishes out a level of inhumane behavior can ever handle it being dished back out to them and I'll be like so ready to give it back to them 
But I feel like I sometimes have a bad mentality, too, because I look at people as, you know, I always try to find the good in people. And I always think, oh, this person just is uh, did this because of this or did this because of this. That's a bad yeah. mentality for myself to have because I've held myself back thinking people were like I was. Right, right. Uh, she said, "That's look." Bree said, "That's that Leo stuff, girl. Leave us alone." <laughs> All right, <laughs> but it is though Leo's. We that's that Leo mentality. There we go. Yeah, come on, let's talk about it. That's right. <laughs> oh, Spencer, come on, Spencer. What you got to say about it? What are y'all talking about that Leo mentality? I'm, what are you talking about when y'all saying about that Leo mentality? <laughs> I mean, we both Leos. So I feel like as Leos, we, we have a tendency to really overextend ourselves to people who we care about. Yeah. Um, and sometimes the people who we care about, if they're not like us, they will just take, take, take. Yes. Instead of reciprocating that. And, and as a Leo, or I mean, not even a Leo, because this is a, that don't even got nothing to do with it at the end of the day. Anybody who overextends themselves and can't receive it back, you have mm -hmm. to have that ability to say at some point enough is enough. I can't keep losing myself because you don't choose you. Which and is the hardest thing to do, right? When you really care about somebody, that is one of the hardest things I think to do. To just let them go. To just let somebody go. Whether it's a friend, a spouse, um, a family member. I mean, just whoever. I, that is one of the hardest things for me. is Because it feels like giving up on somebody. But is it giving up on somebody? Because Okay, so my thing is this. I feel like the first golden rule should be love self no matter what. For sure. And if we're keeping that in perspective i can't love you more than i love me i can't love you so much so and a i'm not getting anything reciprocated back and then b i'm supposed to love you to a fault like is that is that what i'm supposed to do because i don't think that that's healthy for anybody right that's right i don't yeah. think it is either okay <laughs> I hear y'all <laughs> but, but it's a whole lot of different things uh, again those are just small perspectives of it racism um, you know holding people back being narcissists being judgmental you know being snobby thinking that you better than everybody thinking because you did this that and the third that that gives you license to look down like that so look, can't be taken away <laughs> so example of racism um, I don't even know if it would be racism, but in a bad mentality of a person. So I, there's this girl on my Facebook page, right? And she does vagina waxes. And <laughs> I've been trying, wanting, trying to book with this girl, I mean, for months, right? Uh-huh. And she, I mean, she has responded back to me like, okay, well, just let me know a time. Um, I'll let you know if I'm available. I let her know a time. I don't hear nothing back. So then I really started paying attention to, she uses her personal Facebook page as her business Facebook page. And I started actually reading her personal posts, not her business posts. Right. And she always talks about, I would never befriend a white person. I would always feel like they think that they're superior to me. Um, white people, there's white people that, and now I feel like 
you wax coochies and make them feel so smooth. But is my smooth coochie worth it? And you really don't like white people? Why would I support you? How are right. you as a business owner feeling like that? Right. That's right. ignorant. Like that, I would real. How many And I want owners? to support I want to support because I see a lot of female oh, black businesses don't get supported enough. But how do you expect me to support your business and you're bashing my race? I'm not gonna say my people because you know, it's a difference. But um you know what I mean? Like I don't know, that's kinda weird to me. Right, Bree said hindering on success due to negative mentality. How many how many dollars did you miss out on because of that right there? Right. I mean, maybe it was just my dollars, which wouldn't be a lot. I think it's like $160 to get your vagina waxed. But, you know, that probably is not going to make or break her. But, you know, like I if had, you know, I do have a following and I would send people to her. And that's what and that's what I'm saying because we understand as cosmetologists. Come on, we yes. both understand that word of mouth is always going to be the best, quickest, most efficient way of growing your business. Yes. And when you block out one person, you blocking out ten to twenty people that they know as well. Yes. So you know what I'm saying from a business standpoint. <laughs> Are you so good in your business that you can afford to miss out on green dollars? Because me, you giving me your green money ain't got nothing to do with your colors. Mm -hmm. The only people who I can't service are people who are just rude, flat out rude. If your whole spirit is negative, I don't care what color you are. I can't service you in no right. way, shape, or form. And that's why we're talking about this bad mentality stuff now. Because we not only teach this stuff to our kids, but we we keep this shit going and this is how generational curses get going because your mom your grandma taught your mama how to be a nasty motherfucker who now taught you how to be a nasty motherfucker and you raising many nasty motherfuckers and now we just got a whole lineage of nasty motherfuckers around here and no, everybody's disgruntled yes no and a bad mentality, in a bad mentality, I think also comes to your your children. It definitely starts with your children. Me teaching in a school, I one hundred percent understand that now. Like, um, it was a little boy. He is constantly wanting what somebody else has, constantly interrupting, doing what he wants to do, talking crazy back to teachers, but. Um, you know, why is he doing this? Okay, well, let's pay attention to how his mom comes in every day. His mom comes in every day. Hurry up, get your stuff. It's time to go. Let's go. Okay, we they walk out to the car. The little boy, mom, guess what I did today? I was able to write my name. Shut the fuck up talking to me. Don't you see I'm on the phone? Uh -huh. That causes bad mentalities in children, and that's so common. It's way more common than what we even get out, Milo. Then what we even know, like we don't really even see what goes on, but bad mentalities, I feel like, are created as ch as children. Like what else? Like if that's what you are grown up to know, how hard is it to get out of that mentality as an adult, or even recognize that you have a bad one? So you know what that reminds me of? People who are raised in cults. Yes, that's all they know. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And and and. and 
to an extent, bad mentalities is the equivalent of being brainwashed because that's all you were fed, so that's all you know. So when somebody, when you grow up and get into this big world we call life, and somebody busts your bubble, and you find out that everything that you was taught was a fucking lie? What? What? <laughs> yep. And then now, you now you have a broken relationship with your family because now you feel like you can't forgive people who have lied to you your whole life. You know what I'm saying? And you can't coexist with people who have taught you so wrong, not really understanding that because this is what they believe and they taught it to you. They got to go through their whole own healing process because people can't fix what they don't think is wrong. That's right. Right. And they, and, and, and that's right. And starting in children, of course, no parent really consciously thinks that they are raising their child wrong. They think that they are raising their child Right. You know what I'm exactly. saying? It's not a parent going to sit there and be like, I'm raising my children wrong. Let me go to parenting classes to do better. Because they it ain't, no, it ain't no manual. It's it, just a, not. A, a moralistic standard, I guess. There's not. I Yeah, you're right. There is no, yep, there's no manual. And if you were raised like that, then how do you know to even raise your children different? Like, I'm not going to lie. Since I have been in the child care industry, my household has done a whole 360 because I am that parent that yells a lot, that cusses at my children a lot. I'm not too much on whooping my kids. I will give them a whooping if it calls for it, but that's not but my right, first resort. I'm very much a screamer. <laughs> right, we will bust you out. Yes, but I, being in the childcare industry, I have seen a lot of people say, no, you just can't talk to kids. They don't know. Really, you can you just can. talk to children. You really can you can and it's actually uh we need to normalize actually doing that and a lot of people forget <laughs> that mm -hmm. these are little people yes like, you can't keep dealing with these children like on that um let's talk about that real quick that do as i say not as i do mentality that mm -hmm. was bad or how many of us uh come forward our 80s early 90s babies that mm -hmm. was taught to just you know, be seen and not heard and uh, do what I say, not what I do type of thing. Yes. That, no, we need that to normalize as adults. That, that mentality was used as a scapegoat for people to stop being accountable. And what yes. we did over time is we bred a generation of people who are irresponsible, unaccountable, and now we're living in a day and age where everybody's entitled. Don't nobody want to be accountable or responsible for anything. Mm -hmm. But everybody wants to be entitled to all of it. Okay, it's not well, work like that. Okay, part of that, if you are in the wrong, if you do fly off the hinges at your child, do do parents think it's okay to apologize to children? I 100% think, think that it's it okay. Is. If I, I lose my shit, if I lose my shit and I cuss this whole freaking household out up and down and tell them they better go on somewhere and get out of my fucking house, I'm putting everybody the fuck out. <laughs> Let me get my little five minutes of cool down and I'm going to come back out like, my bad, y'all. My bad, y'all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that, because let me tell you, pridefulness, another bad mentality. You yes. be so prideful and so thinking that you so right in, in all your ways that even your wrong stuff gets validated by your mm -hmm. own self. Mm -hmm. And you you so prideful to come down and be like, I'm sorry. Anytime I have to go there with my child, 
I come back and I sit down and I, I apologize and then I explain why I was even so upset in the first place. I need you to understand the backstory and the other side of this. I need yes. you to just understand what I went through that even makes me afraid of this for you. And this, yes. that, and the third. Because if you don't understand it, then you grow up in a world disconnected from me. And my greatest fear as a mother is to be yes. disconnected from connected my children from as they continue yes. to grow. Yes. Like, yes. I, my, you know, I did not, well, Pippi, you know, um, I did not have a mom growing up. My stepmom was definitely there for a part of it, but that's a different type of bond. I didn't right. have my mom. So, yes, that is my biggest fear, too, as a mother, is for my kids to grow up and us not be close or, you know, just I, I feel like my kids should be able to come and tell me anything. You just robbed a bank? Okay, well... Uh, right. Come let's go me. to Mexico. You feel me? Like right. I got you, baby. You just you. killed somebody because they looked at you crazy. Mexico, here we come. You feel me? Like <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't have did that, but what the fuck? I'm gonna whoop your. But... I'm gonna whoop your ass when we get down there. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely taking <laughs> my belt off for that you. one, and still probably don't do it. Damn. <laughs> but that that's the truth, though. These kids, they act out nowadays because they don't have that support safety net emotionally to even know that they can mess up and somebody still got them. We yeah. have, and that's why as the, the CEO of Tea and Testimony, I always preach to people that you have got to emulate the same love that God gives us. God don't just dispel. If God dealt with us the way we deal with our kids and other people, mm -hmm. we'd all be fucked up. No, and all that's real. That's because real. we do not give the grace and mercy that we steady praying on our knees to God about. And yeah. that bothers me. Because yes. we as people, the, the the whole purpose of Jesus even coming down here was for us to take on and embody that. The whole purpose of the Holy Spirit is to embody that. And how we go, and this is why I don't like church people. How we gonna be sitting up in church, judging, looking down? That's why I live over here by Avondale. Anybody who knows Avondale, it's a church on every daggone corner over mm -hmm. here. It's about 52 churches in this community alone. And when I tell you this is the most riled up community ever, how is that? It don't, the, the math do not add. And not at all. I, I am a person who, yes, I love God. I have a personal relationship with God. And I just want to talk to people and show people how you can use God physically to help get yourself better. And these bad mentalities, there is nothing too big for God. If you realize and wake up one day and, and your bubble of reality has been busted. You wake up and you realize I don't want to be everything that I was taught to be. I don't want to have these mentalities that I was taught to have. I, this feels wrong to me. It's okay to feel like everything you know is wrong because with That's God, you can relearn everything. That's true. And I want to, I feel like you need to get it. Like, I feel like kids, you know, just, I just feel like, like, I have a classroom, um, I just have eight, but if I feel like I can touch just one of those children and change their mentality to, you are important, you are special, you can right. do it, you are going to be something, you're not, you know, and it's just really, I teach down on Lynn Street, so... Mm -hmm. 
90% of the kids that I teach are poverty kids. Yeah. Are you know probably don't have parents in the household, but you can tell the difference between a one family household and a two family household, and the households where their parents actually care to where they're just you know uh, go on somewhere. Here's your food. Go on somewhere. As long as you're yeah. clothed and fed, we ain't worried about nothing. And it's so much more to it than that. And I mean, I didn't know either. You know, when I had. Uh, my first child, I didn't know either. She had it, new shoes constantly, always had new clothes, barely wore the same outfit twice, right. toys beyond toys beyond toys, and that just made up for time that I was not there. That made up for me working all the time. That made up for me running the street. You know, like, and that I wish I would have been, you know, in her head more. Right. So now I'm trying to get a bad mentality out of her head. You know, as we get older, I guess we just learn. But all it takes is pouring in. <clears throat> Honestly. Yeah. See, the bottom line is we have to encounter God in a spiritual gift with signs and wonders and miracles. You know? We need the Holy yeah. Ghost in presence. We need the Holy Ghost in presence at all times. For things to work, I'm just letting y'all right, know that. Sure. Just, yeah, no, but that's, that's no so for real. sure. That's so real because we, as a country, we as a society, we have normalized expelling God out of everything and wonder why we're living in so much turmoil. And then you know we we get so hung up on these little titles and these little clicks and these little things that at the end of the day we just need to have love in the Holy Spirit. Let that guide you. All the rest of it, like if you continuously day in, day out are seeking God, everything else going to work itself out. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. people be so hung up, worried about, oh, this one and oh, that one. Like, why are we worried about all of that? If you're not worried about being a part of the solution, why are you talking about the problem? That, right, exactly. And I feel like, too, people people use God as a crutch, but they don't use him as a crutch in the right way. After your child is out, your teenage child is out running the street days in and days out, and you're just laid up or in your own little world and something happens to your child, now you want to get on your knees and beg God for mercy and peace mm -hmm. and healing. But where, what were you? What, what right there? Were you looking for God when your child was out running? That's, that's just the No, it, I feel like some people always, and that's why our God is so good because he forgives us for doing that. He forgives us for just wanting him in our lives when we're sad, you know, but what about when we're up and we're happy and we're and our blessings are right there? I think people right. forget God when it comes to that time. And that's the that's the part that we have to normalize because if you have if you change the perspective and this is where I feel kind of upset or disappointed with the church because the church has ingrained in us and having God you know only in those moments or they they don't do a very good job at teaching people how to do the day in day out process. And, and that's the part that I'm like, okay. you know, I feel like we need to talk about and why I have tea and testimony. Because let's talk about how day in, day out, 
we're going to incorporate using God because it gets hard in the moments when you feel like you're about to break, when you feel like you don't know what to do, when you're upset, when you don't know where to go. But if you know, if you start learning how to read, and I always tell people, if you're going to start reading the Bible, don't be ashamed to choose a version that's cool for you. I read out of the easy to read version. The um, and then I I do multiple translations, but I mostly go to the easy to read because it's the most basic and most plain. You know, I when I'm feeling all spiritual, I'll hit that King James up. But for the most part, <laughs> I, I I do what I have to do, and I feel like we have to start normalizing, incorporating God in everything because that's the only way we're gonna be able to break down bad mentalities, be consistent, and keeping them away not only from ourselves but our children as well. And we have an obligation, I feel like, if to nobody else, to ourselves and at least our children, mm -hmm. to, to get healthy, meaning breaking those bad mentalities so that we are in a space to be able to talk to our kids, break down barriers, create relationships where with children and parents, there should never be a disconnect. Your, ch yeah. your child should always be able to come to you. And a lot of people, and I commend you, because as a person who didn't have their mother growing up, and for you to still turn around and be that support system, that solidness for your kids the way you are, that's testament to it's a choice. Just because you didn't have it when you came up doesn't mean you don't have the ability to figure it out. And that's what we have to also normalize as a society. Just because you weren't given something originally doesn't mean you cannot acquire it. We live in a day and age where information is rapid all over the place. There is no reason for you not to acquire the skill set to be whoever you want to be as a person. Right. Yes. And that's also not um, instilled in our children's heads either that they can be what they want to be and actually back it up. Not just say it. Oh, you can be what you want to be. No, really back that up. Like, really speak to your children. Like, I speak to my two, the, my two youngest, I speak to them every morning before school. I also do it to my oldest. She's not in school right now. So, but um, on our way to school, you are brave. You are strong. You are smart. You are worth it. You're exactly. beautiful. You're handsome. You're, you are it. Like, you are it. Nobody can stop you. You are the highest. You are the superior. Behind God, there is you. That's it. Nobody can stop you. That's who you are. Like, and I just, and I mean, I feel like our, the kids that I'm around personally already have so much stacked up against them. You know what I mean? Like, we already have so much against us that you really have to really speak positive into people, period. Right. I'm right. not a Bibler. I'm not. I'm not a Bibler. I can only quote verses from the Bible that I've seen in movies and heard other people quote a million times. But I'm a Godder. I know for a fact that there is a God, and I know right. for a fact that He is the greatest, and that there is no love better than His. I know this for you a fact. I am a, a, like living. That's me. Like, I, God is the only reason why I made it through what I've been through. You better say. And that's the <laughs> other thing. We have got to start really understanding that we all have a story. We all come from a walk of life. We can't keep boxing each other out and having these wrong mentalities and thinking that, you know, you can't get what you need to get from the next person because 
of whatever the case is. Like we have to really embrace one another and really understand that we all have something that we're struggling with, something that we've overcame, somewhere that we're trying to go. Let's stop beating each other up and start elevating. Like yes. if we all was good within ourselves, within our homes, our communities would be better. Our society would be better. We are a reflection of the work that we don't do. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Express yourself. And it, and I think also it's important that it's okay to ask for help. I feel like it's also a bad mentality of people who think like you know, it's not okay to ask for help. It's okay right. to ask for help. It's okay to need a breather. It's okay to not have it down packed at a certain age. I'm about right. to be 34 this year. And I have so much growing to do. And I have so much that I want to do. And like, nothing is going to stop me. You better say that. Fine. Like, between my support system that I have and God, I know I'm going to get where I need to get. And, and, and I'm going to need help. Like I wouldn't be able to make it this far without certain people in my life. Maybe you being one of them. Like I wouldn't. And you were part of my support system as well. But I feel like we have to normalize that because there's so many girls that don't and men as well. We need to start uplifting our men. Because how many times do we uh, have our men removed from the home and, and, and that's where we want to keep them, outside of the home? Like, we have to normalize not doing it by ourselves. That hyper-independent stuff has got to get broken up. Yeah. Like, seriously, we need one another. We and need the- each other as friends. We need one another in relationship. And we have to start being able to break down whatever is holding us back from being able to intertwine. We are really genuinely better together than we ever will be singularly or apart. Yes. And the bad mentality of, you know, women putting other women down, like, you know, where did we get, like, I've never been the type of person to walk into a room, scan the room and look at all the different women and be like, well, she looks like this, and she looks like a bitch, and I think I might have a problem with her. She's got a bad attitude. Like, you know where did that come from? Tell that me. Come, that come from you not loving yourself. When you genuinely love yourself, you don't have the energy to scan the room and look at nobody else. Because let me tell you, I'm so into self that, I mean, you're here. You're beautiful. But it's about me when I walk in there. You know? And we as women, like, we have got to stop looking at other women as competition. The problem be, some of y'all women be sleeping with the same men and allowing y'all selves to be manipulated. And this is why you really don't like this other woman. Stop doing that. He gonna sleep who he sleep with regardless. Stop hating her because of his choice. You know? Like, and then on the flip side of that, stop hating her, period. You are a queen. If you are really into yourself and you really understand the the entity and the power that you yourself hold, you ain't got time to hate on nobody else. That's that's peasant behavior to start hating on the next woman. What I look like as a queen, calling myself a queen, but indulging in such in such peasantry by talking down on the next woman. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> and even with the men, we got to stop talking about, I don't need a man for me. Ma'am, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Like, we got to stop boxing our men out. 
and stop making them feel because we don't talk about men. Men are taught to just hold it in and keep it all together. We need to normalize men being vulnerable and being okay with that. Like they got feelings and emotions too. They're not robots. They're not just there to take the trash out. <laughs> Contrary to what a lot of people may believe, you know, we have got to really start pouring into each other. But I am ready to wrap this up because we have been at it for a little time now. Um, I do want to end with scripture. Um, Proverbs 23 and 7 says, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Definitely keep that in mind. And 2 Corinthians 10 and 5 says, we destroy every proud uh, obstacle that separates us from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. So next time you get to thinking wrong or you get to thinking left, take that thought, sift it through the word of God, and understand that if he forgave you, you need to forgive yourself. There is always grace. There is always mercy. There is always an opportunity to grow from wherever you are at. Don't stay stuck. Because you think you have to stay there. I love everybody. I appreciate y'all for participating. And I hope you all have a blessed rest of y'all day. Corey, come get your nails done. I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Same to you. You guys have a great day. You as well, Spencer. Thank you for joining in the conversation. All right. Peace. Peace.